happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to TGIM, the Jersey Baseball Show, our, our look each week at some of the great baseball figures and stories in New Jersey. We've got a great guest today, Jim Mayer, the longtime coach of, in, in Mercer County. He's done it all. He's coached high school. He's coached travel. He's coached at the college level. He uh, led the generals to a championship, which puts him high on our list, obviously. And uh, Welcome to the show, Jim. Let's uh, let's talk some some of that and some center court baseball. Sounds good, Mike. Great to be here. Absolutely. Let's uh, we'll we'll start by talking about your your new role, um, with with center court. You know, tell us what you're doing as kind of the director of baseball operations, really. There, um, we'll talk about the great facility there over in Lawrence, where you're doing most of your work out of. But but you know that that kind of started a new chapter for you, I guess in the fall of, uh, in the COVID year, 2020. But let's let's start with there and, and what's going on at center court. Yeah, well, it's funny, Mike. I had, uh, was, you know, my last year I was coaching Nottingham and I was contemplating retiring. And I had uh, interviewed for the um, Cumberland County job and they had offered it to me. And I initially accepted it. And then I had like about seven nights to sleep where I kept thinking, how am I going to make this drive every day? Yeah. How am I going to do this? Great. You know, and, and, and awful drive. Yeah. And people are telling me, some people are saying, Jim, take a chance at others are telling me you can't do it. It's impossible. So after about seven days of contemplating and um, already at stepping down at Nottingham, um, I just told them I couldn't do it. And um, when COVID hit, I wind up uh, retiring from teaching and, uh, Mike Petrowski actually is the one that really helped me with this. He, his uh, fiance was working field hockey there. And Mike had asked our CFO, Matt Rizzuto, man, how come you don't have baseball here? And Mike said, I got a guy that you would love and would do a great job here. And uh, he called me. We sat down and talked one day in September and uh, said, you know, I love the, you know, he, he's a baseball guy playing at Gardner Webb. And they had baseball at a couple of the North Jersey facilities. Uh, namely uh, Mount Olive and, and Morristown and Gillette. And uh, it just kind of took off from there. So center court, for those people who don't know, there, there's eight facilities throughout the state, right? Mostly uh, north of, of the Lawrence facility. I think Lawrence is the most south, I guess. There's one over in, uh, down, the, down in Marlboro too. Correct. Um, yeah. yeah, but everything is up north. Um, Tell us about the site over in Lawrence because they they uh, the the site over on Spruce Street is it's a bubble it's a, and and you walk in there and it's really just the most like jaw dropping like eye opening indoor turf site in New Jersey. You know it's it's just still like it's still mind blowing to me. But let's let's talk about the site there. Yeah, it's incredible. I agree. The first time I walked in there and I said, "Wow!" and I didn't even know it existed. You know, I had been there. Four yep. five years. I, didn't, I had no idea. Um, so, you know, I, you walk in there, it's crazy. Um, and, you know, it's actually so big that on uh, March 6th and March 13th, we're running uh, indoor tournaments here, a 10-11U baseball tournament and a 14-under uh, girls softball. And we can play two games at once, fairly normal 200-foot uh, fences. Um, so it's, if that gives you an indication, if you haven't seen it, that's how big it is. Yep. 150 foot ceiling, a hundred thousand feet of, uh, field house space, 
full-length ninja course, batting cages, all under one roof. It's, uh, you know, it's insane. So let's, let's, you know, you mentioned the, the biggest problem was, was just name recognition, right? Right. I mean, this, this gigantic site, this gigantic, great turf facility had been around for a few years and nobody really knew, you know, what, what have we done over the last year and a half? Let's talk about some of the great things that are going on there right now. Yeah. I mean, basically I was brought in to just basically use my contacts that I've developed over, you know, 30 plus years of, of coaching at every level and, and uh, people that I trust and I respect. And uh, so we, we started a high school training after school, which we now have eight teams doing. Uh, and that really works out well because most of the time from three to four 30, there's not many people in there. A lot of our programs start at five. So they're able to like take in legit infield outfield uh, long toss, uh, you know, along with all the other things. Uh, and then we're training like 10 youth teams, a lot of teams from Hopewell, a lot of teams from Sand Park, uh, a couple of Allentown teams. And then we do our normal, you know, uh, hitting class, uh, catching classes, pitching classes, infield, outfield, along with our Makos team training, which we have like seven teams uh, right now. And uh, so, you know, you come in there after five o'clock, uh, Monday through Friday, it's a nut house. You have baseball on one third of the turf. You have lacrosse going in the middle. You got field hockey and soccer on the other one. So it's crazy, you know. So, uh, but uh, yeah, baseball we've really taken off. We we've trained probably close to three hundred kids this year with all our training. Um, you know, we brought in John and Johnny Reyna with the Makos organization, which I thought was very important to do. I thought it would be very difficult to just start teams from scratch. You know, I, I don't know what you're going to get. Um, you know, so I, we sat down with three or four organizations and, and, you know, I was very impressed with John and Johnny and um, brought them in with their Makos group. And to be honest with you, right now, we really are trying to ticket some of these younger groups that are kind of independent and bring them in our, under our umbrella with like now having seven, eights, nines, tens is our main goal, what we want to do right now. Long-term growth, right? It's that's the best way to uh, to have long-term success is uh, 100%. to build the foundation. Hundred percent. You know, we were lucky too. Like we now, you know, I was able to convince Mike Rogers to come with us in the beginning, which is huge. You know, Mike does some pitching stuff for me. Um, he does some spring training camps and winter clinics. And in fact, he's doing one that starts first week of March, kind of like get ready for the season. But his eleven-year-old group is number one in the state right now. Uh, so he came with us, which was big. And obviously adding Dave now, you know, having Dave Gallagher with us is, uh, you know, that's about as good as it gets. You've also got some great names. You know, you, you mentioned a bunch of them, but statewide, you know, Eddie Mejia is doing a great job with the, the Marlboro and, and Lou Clemente up in uh, North Jersey. Um, is that really the best thing you think center courts ha has to offer is just the quality of, uh, people involved yeah well i think it's a lot of things i think one obviously facilities uh you know which is no question i think two is um our our instructors and our our and our um you know what we have there is we have some very good people you know uh you know you know lose a former player at Rutgers. um you know coaches at governor livingston 
you know, Eddie's got to, you know, start back around and helping out in high school. And I think he worked for Scanzano uh, for some time period. They also have Rich Saeda involved with them, who's uh, played at Rutgers. Um, you know, then we have like Andrew Scepter and Ben Kennedy and Kenny Ridge. Um, we have Kyle uh, Stomach from uh, Princeton now with us. So we have good people, uh, which is uh, very important. Frank Lavero from Hopewell. Um, yep. I don't want to miss anybody. Uh, but not only that, but I also think and with me and Dave and John Reyna, um, we can be totally honest uh, with where your son, when he gets to be 14, 15, 16, 17, and you're looking for that college experience where we think you fit. Um, we have our live stream events and showcases where we can get involved with the recruiting process. And, and, you know, we've, cause we've done it for so long. Uh, and we know a lot of people and we can be honest with guys, Hey, you're not a Vanderbilt player, but you might be able to play and be a great player at Rowan, uh, which is fine. I mean, both of my kids played very good division three programs and it was tremendous. So, I think that's a big benefit we have for our older kids. What a lot of people don't have is years of experience of, of placing kids at the next level. And location, and I think it's something you've grown to appreciate through the years too. There's so many great programs locally at so many different levels. You know, it's it's not like, well, if I'm not a D1 player, I've got to leave the area or if I am a D1 player, I can stay in the area, you know, and, and, and you look at the, the, the NJAC schools, which have so many great programs. And you look at the JUCO schools in New Jersey that have so many great programs in different parts of the state. It just seems like there, you know, there should be a, a way to, do, you know, it's such a great area for, for prospects. You know, if they're if they're honest with themselves, if they get the right instruction, the right coaching, and uh, you know, I think that's just something that New Jersey has that that's a lot of states don't. Yeah. Oh no, without question. I mean, the NJAC is probably the best, you know, Division three school conference in the country. Uh, you know, I mean, how many teams do you have that have been to the World Series? Are Keen, Montclair, William Patterson, Rowan, TTNJ, Ramapo. Yeah. Uh, they've they've all been to the College World Series. Um. You know, so and you have right over to the bridge in Pennsylvania, you have a lot of great D3 and D2 programs. Like you said, the JUCO. JUCO is a great avenue. You know, I mean, me and Dave, that's the route we took. I mean, we both, I mean, Dave's told you, I told you, you know, we both weren't great students. You know, baseball was our (laughs) number one passion. School was, I don't even know, second. Uh, So the, the JUCO, was a great, uh, I wasn't mature enough to go away. I had some opportunities, but was not mature enough to go to anywhere. And uh, other than a Juco and, and at Mercer. And, you know, you look at Dave, who ended up being a number one draft pick. I want to get a scholarship to Barton in North Carolina. Uh, so, yeah, the Juco is a great. Also, you save you some money. Um, so you're not coming out with debt for four years of college. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot of benefit. And, and we got some great Juco's in this area. Yep. Um, this sort of leads into what's coming up this Saturday, March 5th, um, another showcase event. And I think the, these sort of events have, you know, since COVID have really taken off. And I think there's such a huge market for doing them the right way. You've got a, a showcase with 
um, BFA uh, Sports, who are the best video videographers that I've seen that do this in the business. So you get value on that end. But let's uh, let's talk about what you've got coming up this Saturday, March fifth, at Center Court at uh, starting at five o'clock, I believe, right? Yeah, it's funny. I didn't even realize they did this. And this was Dave that kind of had introduced this to us um, at Center Court because he had done it when he was at Sportica. Uh, we had done a last summer. We did a um, showcase where we had you know probably twenty some college coaches there that we paid to work, and we probably had fifty kids, and it was a, it was a good start for us. Never doing it before, and then when Dave came aboard, he mentioned you know, his history with BFA and these um, uh, live stream events now where you didn't need coaches there and these kids have the ability uh, to send it uh, to any college coach they want. Uh, there's like 500 coaches that are uh, enrolled in this program. So I said, wow, that you know, that's, you know, a great opportunity for anybody. And like, you know, we had talked earlier, Mike, this is really not a thing for the kids who are committed who are a, or are the elite, elite prospect. These those kids are like borderline D1 down to D2, D3, and JUCOs. Um, that, you know, maybe don't have a coach that has a lot of contacts and is able to help them, um, you know, be recruited. Um, so, yeah, this, this is a great avenue. And, um, you know, we hope to do a couple of these a year, if not more. Um, we've got about 38 kids signed up now. We'd like to get, you know, somewhere between 50 and 60. And, uh, you know, we have all the measurables with the rap soda, with, you know, extra velocity and, and uh, throwing velocity. Uh, and it'll be like a typical, you know, outdoor workout, you know, ground balls, uh, you know, infielder, outfielder thrown from the outfield, catchers getting time second and third, you know, live hitting, uh, you know, pitchers throwing. Uh, so, yeah, we're really excited about it. And, um, you know, like the, the special thing about it is, is you can take it send it to anybody you want at any time because it's an archived event so um yeah it'd be crazy anybody that doesn't really know where they're going school is still kind of looking you know not to do something i guess and two things that i think stand out that make it a bit unique i think the price point is better than a lot of those kind of you know big name places that are going to charge you uh, uh you know four or five hundred dollars plus mm -hmm. you have to pay to have a profile to be able to send your video somewhere. Um, you know, it's kind of all inclusive at a better price point. And I think really focused and a, and a good, you know, the, the kid that's not going to a national D1 school shouldn't be paying $500 for a showcase, right? It doesn't seem to make sense. Um, the second thing I guess is now Dave will be on the, the live stream, right? So, I mean, I think, I think that's a pretty cool thing to have the, the perspective of a guy who's, you know, 17 year pro ball player, eight, nine years in the majors, um, still highly active in MLBPA stuff, you know, to add that perspective to the commentary. Oh, yeah, 100%. And we'll also have John Reyna do it with his kids. Yeah. And then uh, we've started to get Dave Dominici's group, O Networks, out in our place. So they've gotten about six or seven kids signed up, and I'm going to allow Dave to come in and talk about his guys because he knows them better than any of us. Right. And, you know, we would encourage any organization, let's say we got, you know, 20 kids from an organization, we'd allow their coach to come in and talk about them because he knows them the best. So I think that's another avenue we have. But, you know, um, 
Yeah, you have Dave evaluating, you have John. Um, there'll be somebody there talking about um, each particular kid that works out there, which is you know, it, it's a great concept. Absolutely. So we would, uh, we certainly want to, you know, and, and that's a great event. And where can, where can we send people to, uh, if they want to sign up, where's the best place to go to do that, to register? Yeah, they can go to Center Court uh, and then go to Center Court Lawrence Baseball. And under uh, spring, actually, no, it's still listed under winter activities. Um, and they can register right there online. They can register as a pitcher only, uh, position player only, um, or a uh, two-way player. And everything, you can do it right there online. The waiver will be filled out. Uh, and uh, you'll go right on our uh, our list and uh, be ready to go. Be ready to go just before the uh, pitchers and catchers. Yeah, and catchers on March eighth, right? We get yeah, great, great school. workout before the season starts. That's right, that's right. So that does bring me to to the next kind of topic here: pitchers and catchers for high school starting March eighth. You obviously longtime high school coach, um, Florence going way back, but but certainly you know twenty, oh, just short of maybe twenty five years in the in the county. Um, you know, starting at Hamilton, winning the state title at Hamilton in uh, in 2000, um, taking a little bit of time off to uh, not really time off, but to go coach with, uh, with Barry Davis over at, at Ryder um, NCAA tournament experience there. Uh, the the trip before this most recent one, right, 2010, and uh, and then back at Nottingham, where you where you 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 build a program that wins a, a sectional title. Um, does the high school coach in you? kind of wish you had something like this to uh to handle handle winter stuff back in the day oh gosh uh, uh, this is incredible I, I would have loved to have had my team working out here because you know i'm trying to think the things we used to do we used to go hit at home bell school you know we used to um go hit at little lads you know mm -hmm. sunny bread uh, i think steiner used to hit at nottingham little league um yes i mean to have this uh, you know, we had so many players back then, especially when I was at West. You had 50, 60, 70 kids tried out for baseball back in those days. So, yeah, this would have been – I'd love to have had this back when I coached. Favorite memories of uh, of the high school years? Um, we'll let you just kind of go in, in any order you want. We don't have to rank them or anything like that because we don't want to make anybody unhappy. But but just to to, to – you know, you win a state title as a player at Steiner and then to have success at the other schools in the township, obviously Hamilton Township baseball means, you know, such a great deal to you. You know, is that something you look back on now with some time to, to you know, kind of put it all in perspective and just, you know, think the success at all three township schools is something that will always stand out to you? Oh, yeah. I, I, one, I got to go back to as a kid. I was very lucky as a kid. And Dave would tell you the same. I mean, you know, we were lucky. We we played with Chris Pataro, so Sonny would come in every now and then. You know, we played for Richie Giolella and Rick and, and Kenny Freeman. You know, I had Clark Perry and Babe Ruth. I had Don Morgan in Little League. Um, you know, Kenny Ruba in high school. Uh, so we, we had, you know, Butch Miller at the junior college. Right? So I had good people that, uh, that, that taught me as a young kid. And I kind of took probably a little bit from each one. Um, but, you know, uh, it was cool to come back and coach in my town. I, mean, I really never, I lived here my whole life. I went to college uh, in Barton 
uh, was there for four years, married my wife, and we came back here. <laughs> and I bought, I built a house next to where Tommy Fink, Tommy Fink and me used to be inseparable at the time we were between eight and 15. And I'm like, like a hundred feet from where I grew up. So, uh, so yeah, it's, you know, I always wanted to, I always, you know, I, I always wanted to coach and, you know, and the only thing I, I feel like I kind of, you know, didn't do in my career was to become a college head coach. I've been very, you know, I got in the final two for Barton. I got in the final two for Stockton. I got in the final three for Virginia Wesleyan. Um, I was offered Mercer in 99, but knew I had Hoey coming back. I didn't make the jump. Um, and then obviously being offered the Cumberland job. Uh, but just getting back to my high school days, yeah, some great memories. I love my time in Florence. There was nothing like that town. Uh, back, we, I was there in the heyday. And just those people love, live for high school sports. Uh, I can remember opening day baseball practice, be 100 people watching high school baseball practice. Mm-hmm. Now it was uh, – a great town. A lot of those guys I'm still close with, you know, the Danglers, Darren Koch, you know, Stevie Hobart. Um, I still talk to a lot of those guys. You know, and obviously uh, memories at Hamilton West, obviously the 2000 state championship is probably my greatest memory. Um, you know, because we had been so close, you know, 96, 97, 98, 2000, even my last three years at Florence, I, I think I, my teams have gone to, like seven sectional finals in like 10 years. And, you know, to finally get over to home, um, you know, so that's obviously a special one. My first year there, my first year out West 96, we started off 19 and one, won 19 out of our first 20 games. And wound up losing twice to Steiner, once in the county final and once in the state final. I mean, excuse me, once in the uh, central Jersey sectional. And obviously Nottingham, I mean, to go there, um, when I got there, the program was in bad shape. And I was very fortunate to go in there and have Nick Houghton, Bryce Fremgen, Tommy McFarland, Ronnie Vicolo, Sean McGeehan, David Scott, Mike Suso, Joe Gary. We had some young kids that could really play. And, you know, I just, I told D and I told Mike Amble, look, I'm going to play them right away. So you got to back me. And, uh, you know, the second year we wind up winning a sectional state title. And it's funny. I think the next year we were better uh, when we wind up losing to Allentown seven, six and 10 innings. And then Allentown posted. Yep. After that. And that is probably the most heartfelt loss I have ever had in my career. Yeah. When you know you have a team that's good enough to win the state. And we had two pitchers with Leon Houghton. Yeah. And, uh, we, we had leads and we couldn't hold them. And we scored two in the top of the 10th and they scored three in the bottom of the 10th. Yeah. So, but yeah, all, all of them were great places to be. And I'll be honest with you, all of them had similar type kids, middle class, hard nosed type of kid for the most part. Yep. 100%. Then we throw in, like I said, we throw in the, uh, the Legion experience, right? I mean, we're going back a few years for, experience that was pre pre Hamilton West days right yeah. down uh, with the Burlington Legion post right well I started uh, off in Bordentown in uh, 1986 that's, early. that's right that's yeah right. that was my that was my first team and uh we won the league that was the first time Bordentown had ever won the league uh we ended up in a three-way tie 
uh, and this is before cell phones. <laughs> Funny story. <laughs> we win, and we need Princeton to beat. Um, oh God, I'm trying to think. It's a three-way tie. It was us, Hamilton, and Princeton. We needed Princeton to lose. This was, well, this, was um, Princeton, this was Princeton, which became West Windsor, right? Not Princeton. Correct. Uh, okay. And they were loaded. They had yeah. Rumor. They had Arendis. They had uh, uh, Volani. I mean, what a team they had. And and Jim Geraci, who's my assistant, goes to watch Princeton play. And there's no cell phones. So we're boarding down. We win, and we have to wait for Geraci to get back, back from Princeton <laughs> in a parking lot. It's pitch dark. It's probably 9 o'clock at night. He comes in deep in the horn. So we got the bye because we had swept 31 that year. And I think we maybe went one and two against Princeton. So 31 beat Princeton. And then we beat 31. Uh, Aaron Koch, I had Darren Koch and Santo Porto beat uh, Rayak. And two to one. And, and we won a championship the first year. Is it, uh, when you look at Legion now, is it is it sad in a way to, to know what it was? Like, uh, not only that, but the Little League, Babe Ruth, uh, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, me, I coached at all three, you know, yeah. uh, played in regionals and, you know, World Series in Babe Ruth and, uh, you know, it was two games from Williamsport coaching my son's Little League team. Mm-hmm. I, I was such a believer in playing for your hometown, you know, little, you know, like I, when I first, I honest with you, my son really didn't start playing travel ball until he was, I think, his junior or senior year with Dave and I was always a big believer you know play travel ball in the fall you know and then uh play your local leagues you know play legion play Babe Ruth, play little league in the summer in the spring and it's a shame because I, I I love it I, I you know there's just something about you know wearing the Nottingham uniform or a post 31 uniform uh for me as a kid and you know for my son also to be honest with you, he never really went through playing the showcase stuff in the spring. So, and I understand they're, they're you know, cause I'm part of that now, um, as is Dave, uh, it's times of change. Uh, I wish there was a way we could find, uh, to keep it all intact, you know, to keep Legion strong. And, uh, I, I can remember back when it used to be like 250 teams in New Jersey, I believe mm-hmm. in New Jersey, Legion. Just in New Jersey. Yeah. There's like 30. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and I, I missed that without question. Yeah, I think there's just something about the the rivalries and the the friendships and the enemies on the field, but really your friends that you develop within other teams and, and areas in the county. Oh, Mike, we still joke about it when I go to, you know, the Hibernians, um, you know, Nottingham Lowell against Chambersburg with Freddie Fauci, Freddie York, and Jeff Migliacci. I mean, we hated them guys. Yeah, from the time they were 10 or 11 till they were 15, they went to Trenton, Babe Ruth, and yeah. the Trost in 31. We, we couldn't stand them guys. You know, now we joke about it, we laugh yeah. about it, but, you know, realize, not again. Realize half the time it's just on the field, and then after yeah, that. Yeah, it's just, you know, it was, they were like our bitter, bitter rivals growing up. Uh, you know, there was nothing like going to Chambersburg Little League and playing there and having 40-year-old men cut you out. <laughs> you know, there was nothing like going to that place. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I miss it. It was, those days were fun. Yeah. Are we at the point now where one of the things that we're looking at and, and, you know, I, I would think you can get a full appreciation of is 
you know, seeing your son, Matt, be such a good coach at, at the different places where he has, you know, he's done the college summer circuit. He's, you know, certainly done a, a great job in, in, in keeping the, the North Hamilton Legion program afloat and, you know, doing, you know, exceeding expectations based on who he's had, you know, every year, I think. Um, and, and, you know, guys like uh, Mikey Mosseri, you know, who you're helping at, uh, at, at, at Hamilton, at West, who was such a great player for you, had such a great college career, Keen, and is now, you know, doing a great job as a high school coach, you know, one of the better, you know, one of the, uh, the better ones in the area, in the region. Um, those kind of things more special to you now than, you know, now that you kind of, uh, I would say taking a step back, but you can kind of see, you know, the big picture a little bit more outside of, uh, you know, just your team. Yeah, without question, Mike. I, you know, I'm proud of, you know, my, yeah, my daughter too. My daughter went into coaching. She's, you know, coaching soccer and lacrosse. So, yeah, Matt, it's a shame with Maddie's uh, um, job now. It's going to be probably difficult for him to, to, to coach much anymore, although he's going to help us a little bit out. Uh, Makos, but yeah, I was real proud of what he did. Uh, you know, Mark Pensack, Tommy Bertel, yep. Andy Estrada. Um, you know, I'm just trying, trying to think of guys. Mike Oliver at Bordentown. Um, you know, er Eric Woodrow, who coached the TCNJ for a while. Uh, there's so many guys. Uh, Dennis Alexander, who did some coaching with, with basketball. Um, you know, so many guys that, that I've coached that went into the coaching profession. Um, uh, Cesar Parita, you know, there, there's one of my first, you yeah. know, down in Florence, you know, uh, so, um, you know, Danny Dangler who coached at Holy Cross. I mean, I, I, if I think about it, I can go on and on about, um, you know, guys that played for me and went into coaching. So yeah, that, that that's, that means a lot to you. I mean, you know, uh, when they do well, without, without question, yeah, that's proud. That's a proud moment. Absolutely. Favorite moment on the field. Because it's such a wide span of, you know, coaching Little League teams to to coaching college teams and, and everything in between. You know, were there one or two? One might be impossible, but a couple that, that stand out when you go across all those different levels. Yeah, I would say there's probably three or four. One I, would be uh, when we won the state championship in Little League with my son. That was – it's hard to top that. Yeah. Knowing that we were knowing that we were going to go to Bristol and win in a state championship in Little League uh, was, was one. Obviously, the 2000 state championship team in Hamilton West uh, guys who I still talk to all the time. You know, Genacio and Nicky Massari and Howie. You know, Matty Genacio, another one went went into coaching. Um, you know, the Bertel brothers. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that the, the uh, 2006 World Championship game against California in Beirut was yeah. an unbelievable experience. I mean, I looked around and there's like 6,000 people there. And, you know, we uh, rallied in the ninth, seventh inning to cut it to 7-6. It was so loud in there. And then probably lastly, what we did at Nottingham, you know, that, that year winning that sectional title, you know, you know, within our second year. So there, there, there's a lot of great moments. Absolutely. No, it's a great, uh, it's great looking back with you, Jim. Certainly always fun to do that. Um, excited about what's coming up at center court. We hope all our uncommitted guys watching um, get on that, that center court showcase on, uh, on March 5th. 
and uh, and best of luck with everything. Thank you, Mike. And hopefully, uh, you're going to be a big part with us. We're open. Absolutely. Have a uh, we appreciate everybody coming out here on uh, on TGIM today, watching our our conversation with Jim Mayer. Uh, we look forward to seeing everybody up at the field, and we look forward to catching you all next time.